Hey guys, it has been a while since um, I've done a podcast because my podcast, much like my Cadma show on Bitten Apple TV, has no real direction. Um, and it's not that I'm not a creative person or anything like that. It's just that um, I like acting. I like action. I like kung fu flicks. So sometimes it's a little um, unprecedented for me to be like, this is what I'm going to consistently do because I'm lying to you if I think um, I'm going to have like the attention span to focus on one thing. Um But I figured for now, during this lovely quarantine, I can sit down and maybe just do some reviews on things that I'm reading, things that I'm watching. Uh, This is actually the first time that I've been able to actually just sit still for once. And I'm taking this as a permanent vacation, to be honest with you. I'm so used to running around and kind of just literally overworking myself. So I have been all over the place in that regards. So I'm going to start off with this review about the Netflix film called In the Shadow of the Moon. It is starring Boyd Hallbrook, uh, Cleopatra Coleman, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing these names correctly, Bokeem Woodbine, Michael C. Hall, um, as well as Rudy Darmalingham. Darmalingham. I apologize, Rudy, if you come across this and you're like, she just butchered my name. And I apologize, Rudy. Uh, But I did want to talk about um, the film. I thought it was actually pretty interesting. So just so you have an idea of what the film is actually about, uh, it's about a detective who is actually on the chase for a killer. So this killer has a very distinct uh, pattern. And while he's going through uh, trying to figure out who the killer is from starting from 1988, he is trying to figure out what the connection is. So at this point, he has a serial killer and he's trying to figure it out. So now the serial killer uh, seems to be killing every nine years to this exact date. Unfortunate for him, it just happens to be the date that his wife died giving birth to his daughter. So you watch this detective become obsessed with this case and his relationship with his daughter starts to dwindle, starts to kind of just fall apart because he's not focusing on what he should be doing. And it's not like he's a terrible father. He's not like beating her or anything like that. He's just simply not there for her when she needs him. And they show uh, the fact that the detective, he he's having issues. He's having a lot of issues kind of just dealing with his daughter's birthday because that's the day that he lost his wife. And nine years later when his daughter is nine this killer shows up so you're trying to figure out like what's really the connection between all this and I thought it was I thought it was actually relatively interesting because it did keep me engaged enough to want to figure out exactly what the heck is going on you know I wanted to know how and why does this uh serial killer Um, manage to be fit and always seem to be ahead and yet still kill exactly to the day nine years and what is the connection now I'm one of those people that spends like hours watching like you know crime documentaries there uh I just finished watching the Giovanni one as uh um Johnny uh Versace assassination one I just finished watching that one so watching these kind of documentaries as well as films or television shows that are based on crime uh crime dramas I'm completely all there for it so I love piecing together the puzzle (laughs) it's really like a thing that I really really do um do enjoy and love um So I wanted to sit down and kind of just sit there and figure out 
what really is the connection. So unfortunately, you also watching how his relationship with even his brother is deteriorating because his brother is a works at the precinct as well. And what ends up happening is that because he's not dedicating his life to taking care of his child correctly, um, and it's not like she needs anything. She's not like um, special needs. She doesn't, she's not handicapped or anything like that. She's just a normal girl whose mom died and she just wants her father's attention. So she doesn't do anything crazy. She doesn't become like a drug addict or whatever. She's just, you know, unhappy with the situation. So... What ends up happening is during one of these killings, he starts to kind of piece together exactly what's really going on. And one of the killings, he finds out that the killer, the serial killer, is actually from the future. So I was a little surprised at where that sort of like took started to take a turn for the film, uh, primarily because you don't really hear about that like a serial killer from the future so when they introduce her that way, you're kind of like, okay, so we have two things that are um, that are a little out of pocket. Uh, the fact that, one, she's actually from the future. And then on top of it, um, she's a female serial killer. Now, I know for some people, uh, there are some people like, women can be serial killers too. Um Yes, women can be serial killers, but the truth is it's not as high of, I, I, I don't know what the exact statistic numbers are, and I probably could just look them up, um, but basically it's not as high as you would expect for a male uh, serial killer. Um, I believe it's like one in every 16% of serial killers are actually female, so it's like very, 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 very low. Um, and it's very interesting because you're wondering like, well, where is this coming from? What is her reason? Why is she going back into the past killing these people? So now you have one aspect of the film where you've come to identify who the serial killer is, but now you don't, you don't know why, like what she snapped, like, you know, or like the ongoing joke, like, what's not, she's on a period. Like what, what, what happens during this, you know, particular, um, during this particular time and he waits another nine years to meet up with her so you find him later on in the film uh digging up graves he's trying to piece together everything that he can right and he is obsessed i mean like completely obsessed he doesn't forget his daughter's birthday he actually shows up tries to give her a gift but there are things about her he still just doesn't know because he's not there and now he's got this female serial killer, which I'm pulling up my statistics now. It says 15% in comparison to 85% males um, uh, in regards to serial killers. And then one-time killers are 90% men and 10% women. Um, it's weird because they say that, you know, we're the ones that's always on our period. But that's just weird. No, I'm kidding. Um, but seriously, though, so it makes you kind of wonder, like, what is the purpose of her killing? Um, it's not an obsession uh, with a certain kind of thing. It's not like the Zodiac Killer. It's not like anything else. So you're trying to figure out what the connection is. So at some point while you're watching the film, he starts to talk about it again with his brother who thinks he's lost his absolute mind, which, I mean, anyone in their right mind would. be like, oh, so the serial killer's from the future, huh? Oh, <laughs> all right, Bob. <laughs> See you later at Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so... 
as you're watching this all fall apart, he's trying to tell his brother, I know who the next person is that's going to be killed. And he starts to realize that the people who have been murdered since 1988 each year, they're all a part of this extreme terrorist group in particular. Um, I guess you could think of it as similar to the groups that was happening with the Waco, Texas, um, even though uh, the feds had shot first and stuff like that. But similar to like that kind of um, extremists were like out in those states, um, you're like very anti-government. You can be. And that's kind of like what's going on there. And this particular terrorist group in the future starts to end up destroying the world. And that's kind of what you kind of get to towards the end. And he pulls together a list of the addresses of all the people who have been off since 1988 to start killing them off um, so he can figure out who's going to be next. So now he misses his chance again to catch her, right? So he's trying to kill her. He's like, no, I got to kill her. She's killing people. I don't care if she's for the future, blah, 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 right? So, and he's still, like, his life is deteriorating. And it's so interesting because you see this young killer just showing up and killing them. And you watch him age. You watch him literally fall apart into his 50s, into his 60s. Like, you're watching him deteriorate. And you're like, holy crap, man. Like, have you looked at yourself in the mirror, dude? And finally, finally, when he catches up with her, he has no choice but to actually comprehend what is going on. So she even explains to him, I'm killing the people who actually end up destroying the world based on a trigger uh, of events. And she starts to explain uh, the wars that begin to get started because this particular group was studying how to make bombs. And one of the bombs that they ended up creating um, killed, like, I think, like, 100,000 people or whatever, right? No, no, I think she said 11,000. 11,000 people. And he's still like, I'm going to kill you. I have to do this. I have to do this. And he's not letting it go. And then she starts to explain who he is. Only to find out, of course, um, in the future... Uh, that's act- she's actually related to him and it's, she's actually his granddaughter and he's the person that sent her on this mission. So the sad part is like he spent all this time shooting at her trying to kill technically his granddaughter but he had no idea from the future. So um, I thought the entire premise of the film was actually pretty interesting. I give it, I give it some extra points for creativity because I've never heard of a serial killer going back into time to prevent a terrorist attack and I like the little twist of the fact that it was actually his granddaughter at, in the end. Um, in regards to the actors, I thought the actors did a wonderful job uh, putting together a very realistic situation where the brother is, you know, yelling at him like, I'm taking care of your daughter. You need to get your, you know, get your crap, you know, get your shit together. Like, what what are you doing? Your life is falling apart. Showing the daughter growing up over time where you can see that she loves her father, but she's just struggling to understand why he's so obsessed with this particular case. Um, And this is all happening in Pennsylvania, uh, the city of brotherly love. And as this just continues and continues, you watch uh, the lead actor, you watch him fall apart. You are convinced of his obsession. You're convinced of how he plans on, you know, accomplishing his task. He's like, I have to get this done. I have to figure this out. I have to figure this out. And he's just a good cop that just goes AWOL. You are convinced of his acting skills. So I do have to give everyone uh, credit for that. And I thought that was like pretty cool 
Um, so if you're in this quarantine, uh, I apologize for the spoilers. Uh, I probably should have said it at the beginning, but I wasn't necessarily planning on what I was doing uh, for the podcast because it's been a while since I've done one. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. I would give it, I want to say five stars, but I'm like not completely there, but I feel like it doesn't deserve four stars. So I'm going to go with four and a half. Um, and I'm not sure where they're missing the half star to be like, I guess, cause I feel like five out of five means perfect. And I feel like because I'm so stuck in my little world of like crime dramas and crime documentaries, uh, it's hard for me to say, uh, what would have made it the perfect movie, but I definitely would recommend it. So if you're, if you feel like five out of five might be too much and I'm just like blowing smoke up your skirt, whatever. Uh, I would definitely give it a four and a half, especially if you enjoy like crime documentaries, crime dramas, uh, and something with an unexpected twist. And I do think it is definitely worth watching, um, whether you heard all the spoils or not, just so you can still, you know, follow everything together. Um, the cast was uh, actually mediocrely diverse, but the thing about it, it's not even about that. It's more about watching him age chasing this one killer that turns out to be his grandkid. So I hope you enjoyed that review. If you have any feedback, feel free to like come let me know. I'm like, hey, hey, too many details or you're too monotoned because uh, I have a very monosyllabic looking face. Uh, if you ever saw me in person, <laughs> I'm only animated whenever the camera's on. Um, but yeah, so if you enjoy this, just let me know. Leave me feedback. Uh, be sure to go follow me on. Obviously, I'm about to give out everything that I am on. Uh, if you, even if you just Google or go into YouTube and type in Bitten Apple TV, that's Bitten Apple TV, as in you're biting or you've <laughs> got bitten or get bitten. Uh, the name here is Cadma. If you go into my Instagram, I'm Curly Cadma. I'm obviously on TikTok because um, that's what people do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm underneath there as Cadmania. And I am on Twitter, but I don't really tweet very often. It's just every now and then I'll say something. So I'm not that active. But you're more than welcome to follow me for the few moments I do have something to say. And I do hope you guys are being safe out there during this quarantine. I know there's a couple of people who are uh, arguing. It's a fake disease. It's this. Ah. Um, and they're, you know, against wearing the mask as well as the um, as well as the gloves, uh, which is another separate topic for me which I think is a little weird because I, I get that they feel like it's the government doing whatever they want to have whatever's going through their head I'm not even acknowledging I've seen some of the posts online like you know them like protesting um that's fine and dandy but like I feel like people just are not comprehending that it's supposed to be for the safety of everyone not just you um because you're technically affecting another person and it's weird because I'm like, I can do whatever I want with my body. Who cares? Blah, 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 blah. And people are so like enraged with it. But it's crazy. It's so crazy that people are so enraged with this. And yet when women want the right to have abortion, they're like, you can't do what you want. That's not your body. It's really weird. It's crazy how that happens. Um, but yes, um, I've known some people who have passed away from the coronavirus. So no, it is not a made up disease viruses happen unfortunately these things do happen it's on part of nature um so hopefully uh you listeners are out there staying safe if you disagree with wearing the gloves and a mask that's fine um but like at least be safer for other people and it's not just against the old people uh there are young people dying 
literally not just infants and old people people in between so um yeah stay safe out there and i i hope you guys enjoyed uh i'll try to make my reviews in the future better and again this is cadma from bitten apple tv